Hey everybody, welcome to Money's No Object. This is the fourth episode of our YouTube channel and podcast. My name is Dylan Howell, I am your host, and I'm really excited to uh, just get to talk to you guys again today about another topic that I think is extremely important when it comes to your financial success and your financial health, and it is the most fun that you'll ever have when it comes to money and that's giving money away, which sounds pretty crazy, but we'll dig into what I mean by that. This show is here to teach you how to steward your finances and to grow in your knowledge of all things personal finance. And uh, this is a new channel. It would be extremely helpful for me if you would go down below, like this video, if you like it, but you're gonna like it. Like this video, subscribe, click the big red subscribe button, click the little bell that gives you the notifications um, of when we post content. That would be extremely useful to us. It would allow us to continue to bring you premium content that you'll be able to, to take in day by day. And we'll, we'll keep putting these videos out for you so that, that you can learn and, and grow with us. So this topic of the most fun you'll have with money. A lot of people think, okay, well, the most fun I'm ever gonna have is spending it, right? It's gonna be buying cars and buying houses and buying all these big, expensive, nice things, good things in many respects, but that's not the most fun you're gonna have. The most fun that you'll have with money is actually giving it away. And so what we'll start with is, is how can we use money? So I think it's important in order to determine what's the most fun use of money, we have to determine what are the what are the uses? What are the particular uses of money uh, that we know of and, and that that we go through on a on a day-to-day, month-by-month basis? So obviously giving is is one part of the way we can use money. We can give money to people, we can give money to organizations, uh, causes that we believe in, things like that. So we can give money, right? We can also save money. We can put money in our savings account. We can put money and investments. We can invest our money to grow towards towards the future. We can keep money in our checking account for any given expense that may come up, right? We can do all these things um, and all of that just kind of falls under the heading of saving. So giving, saving, and then spending, right? I, I touched on that just a second ago. Spending is everything from your common expenses that you have to the wants that you go out and buy, the things that, that you want that, that you think will provide value to you in, in some way or, or that you think will be a lot of fun. So uh, that's giving, saving, spending. I even use the word fun with the spending part so you think, oh, Dylan, you're, you're wrong. Obviously, spending is the most fun. Well, I'm going to do my best to, to try to turn you the other way uh, within the, the course of this video. Now, we'll say this about giving. Giving is the one use of money that is most neglected. It's the one use of money that is most commonly set aside for any number of reasons, some of which being, you know, oh, our household budget is, is too tight already, we, we can't give, or there's no good things to give to, I don't believe in the things that, that are out there to give to, or, or anything like that, any particular justification or, or excuse, or maybe you just say, I, I made this money, I'm gonna spend it how I wanna spend it, and I don't wanna give. That may be how you view it. Once again, I'm gonna try to 
turn you away from that uh, maybe in this this video and, and show you how much fun giving giving can really be. So we use money in these three specific ways, giving, saving, and spending, but we also justify how we misuse money. So for instance, I've given an example before about the BMW with 84 months worth of payments on it. Well, someone may say, oh, well, my other car broke down and I needed a new car. And so I, I had to go out and buy this car. I had to go out and purchase this thing. And you think to yourself, did you have to go and buy a $45,000 car or a $50,000 car to meet that need of needing transportation? The, if your other car broke down and was so you know, messed up that you had to go get a new one, I'm, I'm guessing it wasn't anywhere close to, to something that valuable or that good. So we, we justify those things, right? We justify uh, buying things that we want due to a need that we have. We may need a new car, but we justify buying the car that we want because we needed a car. And if you're doing this, if you're justifying your misuses of money, then you're not gonna see the fruits that your your money will, will bear for you. You're not gonna see the, the fruit of your labor as much because you're gonna be spending it in payments. You're gonna be buying all these things that you, you don't really need um, in order to make yourself feel better, to make yourself feel more accomplished and fulfilled. So then you ask me, why, why should we give money then? Why is it important that we give money? Why can't we just spend it on things that are valuable or things that are useful? And why can't we just invest it? Isn't investing so important? Well, yes, investing is important. Spending is important. But giving is extremely important to maintain financial balance and have a lot of fun with your money. And that's, that's the whole point. That's what I'm trying to prove to you today is that we can have fun and we can give money away. I think a good place to start, especially as a, as a believer, as somebody from, from a faith perspective, God knows we're at our best when we're giving, right? He's the ultimate giver himself. And so if we are uh, his image bearers, we are too supposed to be giving. We're supposed to be giving of our time, giving of our money. This idea of giving is a heart issue. Is your money all about you or is your money about, you know, providing for others and doing the most good, providing the most value to the world that you can. And that's not just by spending it on yourself. And it's not just by delaying gratification and saving it all for yourself. You have to maintain this balance of giving, saving, and spending. So giving is something that is extremely fulfilling. If you've never given money to anybody, whether it's a dollar or $20 or whatever, however much money it is, it's an extremely fulfilling thing to do if, if you know that somebody's in need and you buy something for them or you give them money or you you know spend time doing something that's of value um, and giving your money to those causes. Um, it's an extremely fulfilling thing and, and it's supposed to be. It's supposed You're supposed to feel that way about giving. And you may think, well, doesn't that make it really selfish? Doesn't that make it about you? And no, it doesn't necessarily make it about you. you. You're supposed to feel good about this because this is what you were meant to do. You were meant to add value to others as well as yourself. So we know that there are organizations and there are people and there are things that need support. There just are a lot of nonprofit organizations, some of which are not great and some people needing money or 
you know, are wanting money is, is for the wrong reasons. But in general, there's a ton of people, a ton of organizations that are in need and they can use your funds for things that are extremely valuable and, and you can be a part of something that's bigger than yourself. And so actually doing that and feeling a part of something and becoming a part of something that is, is bigger than you and, and can provide a lot of um, fulfillment and value to your life and, and other people's lives is, is a huge step forward financially that we can take, whether we have a little or we have a lot. One particular reason that we should be giving is that we can. Most of you listening to this video, whether you're going to say, nah, Dylan, you're wrong, or yeah, you're probably right, is you can give your money. You can give some of what you make. Most of you can give a substantial amount of what you make. And this isn't a guilt trip. This isn't me saying give X amount of your money to XYZ. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm, what I'm trying to get after is that you can make an impact somewhere that is not just in your house. You can, yes, you need to have your house in order, but you need to um, allow yourself to think bigger than that. Allow yourself to think uh, about others and be concerned about the, the welfare of, of others and the you know, welfare of society as a whole. You can give. Most of us can live on less than we make, but we choose not to. We choose to buy those BMWs like I was talking about that we don't really need. You could have bought a $15,000 used you know, Honda Accord or Toyota Camry and it would have worked just fine. And that's not me guilting you out of nice cars and guilting you out of nice things. That's just me saying, for those of you who can't afford those nice things and can't afford to pay for those nice things in cash, up front, maybe that's not what you needed to do with that money. Maybe you don't need to be spending $600 a month on a car payment maybe that money can be better used elsewhere and giving is a fun place to, to use any residual income that you have. Not to mention, if you're giving right off of the top of the money that you make, you rarely miss it. I mean, if they increase taxes, something that you would do, you would moan and complain and be frustrated and, oh, I didn't get as much of my check, but guess what? You'd still have to pay more in taxes. So we can live on less. A lot of times we just choose not to. So how do we give? What is the, the process we need to go through to give and give effectively, give well? First, you need to budget it in. So something that you're going to hear me say a lot from here on out is you need to create a month-by-month -month budget that tracks income and all your expenses that you estimate those things before the month begins and then track it as the month goes on. It's extremely useful for your financial life and it's extremely useful for your giving. If you're actually budgeting it in to your life, then you'll do it. If you write it down, I mean, th this, is the, this is the same as with many people's goals. They say if you, if you write goals down, you're, you're far more likely to actually do those things and achieve those goals than if you didn't write them down at all. So actually writing your budget out budgeting for however much giving that you want to do and you'll be doing your budget and you'll realize you can give more than you thought you could and that's a great opportunity that you have to if you're already giving increase your giving if you're not giving yet to realize that oh I, I can be generous and I can do good things with them with my money that aren't just for me another thing we need to do when we're trying to figure out okay how do we give what are we what are we trying to do here you need to do some research. 
Okay, so a lot of the easiest ways to give are to organizations, whether it be churches, nonprofits, whatever, you know, causes that you support. Those are really easy ways to give, but you need to do your research and make sure that your values are aligning with the values of the things that you're giving to or the organizations that you're giving to. You just don't want to have that um, that situation where you're giving to something that you don't believe in or you're giving to something that um, is not something you want your money going to. And so you have to sit down. We have this thing called the internet. It's super easy. Go to Google and, and just do research on different organizations, whether it be in your community or on a larger scale, whatever it may be, and see what their values are. See what their mission statements say. See if your values align with theirs. And if they do, then that may be something that, that can you know really be good for you to give to. And so you might make a list of all those whose values align with yours and then kind of narrow it down as you go to what aligns best, what do I like best, things like that. So you have to do your research if you want to be able to give effectively, especially at the corporate or organizational level. You know, I would also say that one way to give, especially if you haven't started, is to start small. Start giving with small amounts. And you'll see, in most cases, that you didn't need that money anyway. That was money that you were spending on Chipotle. And that was money you were spending on, um, you know, more, you know, Sephora makeup girls or, or more PS4 games guys or what, whatever it may be. You were spending money on things that were not adding any value and, and now you, you realize that you were able to. So start with small amounts and allow yourself to build up. Um, because like I said earlier, when you budget, you can really see how much you're, you're able to do. And at first you may not be super comfortable and that's why I say start small. Even let's say you're able to give $400 a month to whatever, right? Well, maybe you aren't really comfortable. You're like, $400? I don't even know if I, if I like these things that I'm giving to that much, or I don't know if, if I trust myself to allocate that money correctly at $400. That's okay. Start small. Start at 50, 100, what, whatever it may be. And then ratchet it up as you get more comfortable with your giving and you get more comfortable with where your money is going and the impact that your money is making. Another thing that you have to consider when you're giving is you need to give with joy and without guilt. You don't need to have guilt associated with your giving. Your giving needs to be a joyful experience. It needs to be something that, that you are happy about, that you're excited about. It doesn't need to be something that is, is um, depressing or, or makes you feel guilty in any kind of way. One of the key places where people feel guilt as far as their giving is the fact that they can't give to everything. They can't do everything that they want to do. They can't uh, spread their money effectively in all the places that they want to spread their money. And you have to know that you, can, you can't give to everything. You can't do all that you may want to do. And, and that's fine. Make the most impact that you can make and see where that gets you. And then as your income increases, as your assets increase, maybe you can start dipping your toe into other ways of giving that are um, far more uh, fulfilling and, and can help you to fill that list of all those things that, that you wanted to give to and, and wanted to make an impact in.
when it comes down to your giving decisions, your head and your heart are really what are driving those decisions. And it has to be both. It can't just be one or the other. If, if it were your heart, a lot of times you're going to get out of balance financially to where I'm not saying giving a lot is bad. Giving a lot is fantastic. But if it's to the detriment of your ability to pay your bills and take care of your household, it's a bad thing. It's, it's a, it's a negative thing, but your head has to be able to, has to be able to take the things that your heart feels and proceed with some logic and proceed with some, some math, right? And say, well, heart, we can only do X, Y, Z and that's okay. But on the other side of that, don't let your head limit your heart. Your head may say, I only care to give this amount and maybe your heart's right. Maybe you, you do have the ability to do more. So it's a balance between listening to your, your head and your heart. But whatever you do, just don't give out of obligation. Don't give out of the feeling that, oh, I have to give, I have to do this, I have to do that. It's not a legalistic thing. This is about care for others and this is about um, the fulfillment that you're gonna, you're gonna experience when you give money to organizations and, and other people directly. So if you were interested, I'm just gonna throw these, these things out there. These are some things that are characteristics of generous people. And I think it's important to note because you'll start seeing some of these things in yourself if you're giving consistently. You don't give in order to see these things, but these are effects of the fact that you give money and you give on a regular basis and of a certain amount, right? Generous people are typically really selfless and that's, that's obvious, right? They're more selfless than the next guy because they're willing to give up something that is rightfully theirs, they work for and they earn. They're willing to give that up to something that they believe in to create value in, in another place and to um, allow their, their money to be used for a good that is greater for, that is greater than themselves. Generous people are also very optimistic. Now that's kind of strange, like, okay, generous, optimistic. Well, think about this. There are a lot of ways that your generosity can be negatively used. And like I said earlier, you need to do your research in order to um, keep that from happening as much as possible, that you're not having these negative uses of your giving. But sometimes that is the case. And obviously you wanna stop that giving as, as soon as possible. But these people who are giving are very optimistic. And why is this the case? Because they're still looking at things through a positive lens and saying, well, I'm still gonna give my money. I'm going, to, I'm going to give my money to these things that I believe in. And if something like that happens, then we'll adjust. But I'm willing to give. See, some people aren't willing to give because they think, oh, so somebody's gonna misuse my money. Well, the people who are actually generous are looking at it through an optimistic point of view and saying, well, I'm gonna give my money because I believe in it. And if I'm ever shown anything to the, um, to the contrary, then I will make the change at that point. But they're not gonna stop their giving because of a possible negative. These generous people also believe that the world can be a better place and they believe that their money can be used to do so. If you believe that the world can be a better place than it is, then you know, you're a relatively optimistic person. And if you're giving your money to things that you believe in, then 
that's showing pretty clearly that you believe that good can be done and value can be created from the money that you give. Another characteristic of these generous people is they're typically very contrarian, right? If you look at somebody who's generous, they're, they're pretty strong-willed uh, as far as they're willing to look out into the world and see what other people are doing and say, I'm going to do things a different way because I believe in other things. And they're not going to allow their value system to be manipulated by things external to themselves. They're going to look very different than the world looks. People are very consumer driven. They, they want to buy things. They want to be, you know, on the tip top of the, the new things and keeping up with the Joneses and all of these things. Generous people are going to look and they're going to go, you know what? I, I like those things, but I believe my money can create more value in other places. I don't believe that I have to consume everything that I have. I believe that I can create value for other people in other ways. And so they're, they're contrarian in that way. They're, they're different from what the common viewpoint is. Something that they don't do is they don't look at the world as just a place where they can go to gain as much as they can gain. If that were the case, then maybe they would invest all their money or, or maybe they would go buy as many things as, as they could possibly buy and, and live their life that way. But they see the world as, as a place where, where they can make changes and they can um, create value for other people and it's not just something something to gain. So generous people, extremely contrarian, extremely different from uh, the typical individual. And this is going to tie into the second episode that we did on contentment is key, right? Generous people are content. Generous people are grateful for what they have. They realize needs. They realize that there are legitimate things that they can give their money to, legitimate things that they can um, allow themselves to be a part of that are value maximizing to them, that are aligned with what they believe, and they're willing to do that. These people are extremely content. These people are happy with where they're at, and they're willing to give up some things that they have in return for maybe the fulfillment or, or maybe the, um, the value that they see created in other places by the, the money that they're willing to give. So this is a really interesting thing. I say giving is the most fun that you can have. All of you who may be you know, more science-minded, I'm, you know, I like math, but science, eh, there's a particular chemical reaction that occurs when you give. There's a release of oxytocin in your brain that is allowing you to be happier. You, you, you feel happier. You feel more, more joyful when you give. You feel fulfilled. You feel like you did something good. And that's a that's a direct a direct cause giving is a direct cause of your happiness and so you can see that you you can see why i would say giving is the most fun because scientifically it is making you happy it's it's making you feel good about what you're doing with your money giving is also fun because you can see your money make a difference now don't get me wrong sometimes you're going to give your money and you're not going to see any particular change maybe you don't give a large amount to this big organization or something that you just don't see the, the particular fruits of your money uh, directly. But let's say you give to an individual person, you give to a friend or give to somebody who you know who needs money or needs um, something to, to help them out, then you can directly see 
the impact that you have in somebody's life. You can see the value that you add and that brings you some fulfillment. So you're going to have fun with that. That's going to be something that you're going to crave. You're going to, you're going to crave that ability to, to make a difference in somebody else's life. So it's a lot of fun in that way. As much as you may not want to hear it, as much as it may be contrary to what we're fed, millionaires, they give. This is something that wealthy people do. Now, why do you think wealthy people do it? Do you think they do it because they have the money? Well, no. What have we established previously? We've established that money is going to make you more of what you already are. So if you're willing to give money already, if you're willing to be generous up front, then as you get more money, you're just going to be more generous. You're going to be a generous person no matter if you're you know, making $75,000 a year or if you're making $250,000 a year or if your net worth is $100,000 or if your net worth is $2.6 million, you're still going to give, though it may be in different amounts. It may be in equal proportions. And it's interesting because millionaires know that in order to build wealth, you have to live on less than you make and you have to save money for the future. So they already have that thing figured out to where they have this residual amount monthly or annually that they can do things with, that they can, um, that they can save more of, that they can travel more, that they can give more of. So as you see, when people are trying to build wealth and they have this particular habit of living on less than they make, that makes you far more willing to give, that makes you far more willing to create value for other people if you see that you have excess and you see that the good that your money is doing is greater than what it could do for yourself if you just went out and consumed. Giving your money away may seem untenable for you, may seem like something that you can't do or your budget's too tight or you're really young, maybe I'll do it later or I need my money I want to spend what I make, I make it. I promise you, you will not be happier. You will not be more content than you are when you're generously giving your money away. And I'm not saying giving your money away into poverty. I'm not saying giving your money away to where you can't save for your future. I'm saying looking at your budget and looking at how much money you make, how much money you spend monthly and saying, what can I do with this extra? What can I add value to by giving this money to that thing or that person or whatever that may be? You can make a difference. Giving money is so much fun. You should really try it. Start small, have some, some little wins, see how that feels to you and then ramp it up as you go. Guys, I just wanna thank you so much for watching this fourth episode of Money Is No Object. I'm really thankful for you guys coming. Don't forget to like this video, comment, leave me any thoughts that you may have, subscribe, that big red subscribe button, click the bell that will allow you to receive notifications from uh, us on when we're posting new content, and follow us on social media, at MNO with Dylan. Also, check out our website, www.mnowithdylan.com. There you can find more information on our financial coaching services, which you may find a lot of value in. You and I can work face-to-face -face and together on stewarding your finances, growing in your knowledge of personal finance, and we can create a better, more fulfilling, free financial life for you 
that you may not be in right now. So tune in tomorrow as we cover the last topic of the week, that is financial balance, being balanced in the way you manage your finances. Uh, that's going to be a really interesting topic. I, I hope you all tune in for that. Also, if you want to check out any of our other videos, Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. is when our videos launch. That's 6 a.m. Central Time. And then on Saturdays, you can catch our weekly rewinds where you get the broad topics of some of the things that I talk about throughout the week with clips of those videos. So you can check both of those things out. Those weekly rewinds also come out at 6 a.m. Central Time. Once again, check out the podcast. Subscribe to the podcast. If you're already on there, thanks a lot. We appreciate you. Just be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Spotify. Thank you guys again for tuning into this episode of Money is No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. God bless.